Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ridiculous Crime is a production of iHeartRadio. Elizabeth Dutton. Zarin Brunette. Yes, sir. All right. You know what's ridiculous? I do. I do. Stop right there. I know it's ridiculous. I'm over here waiting to collaborate and listen. <laughs> uh, addresses? Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Addresses? Yeah. Email addresses, home addresses. Ridiculous. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm going to go with you on this. Hair braiding. Uh-huh. Have I got a mashup? <sighs> I was really hoping you had a point you like, you know, Foucault once said. It's not what you think. <laughs> All right, go the ahead. Pendulum. It's not what you think. Um, this is a mashup between me having my email address mm-hmm. co-opted mm-hmm. and a listener having her home address co-opted. Oh, what? So this is not a product mashup. Nice. It's a it's a mistaken identity mashup. Ooh, I'm yeah. listening. I'm leaning in. Yes. So Paige Kilcullen, she's uh-huh. an illustrator who listens to us. Uh, right. She's got good stuff What's on up, Instagram. Paige. Paige. Uh, she also sent us a really cool picture of an opossum that had taken up residence in her bike, I think hmm. it was. Anyway, it looks cute. Uh, she's, she's a good animal person like, like us. Um, she sent this message. So I purchased my first home early this year. And I noticed fairly quickly that I was getting a lot of mail for a woman who had never lived at my address. Overdue bills, notices from car dealerships, and credit unions. I later realized that this was the same woman who sent a girl to my home claiming that she ran a braiding salon out of my house. The girl was just as confused as I was when she was greeted by a disheveled white woman in her PJs who clearly just woke up. 
After she explained that she'd given the woman $100 as a down payment, I took her to a cafe across the street, got her a coffee, and we were able to get her money back by claiming fraud. If you need to steal from companies, I won't judge, but stealing from a kid? Seriously? She's claimed $20,000 in PPP loans and apparently works as an RA at a nursing home. (laughs) And then Paige puts zoinks. And I think she used my house because it was listed online for so long. She's apparently getting sued left and right now. And of course, I'm the one getting calls about it. She has calls, too? I guess. Just... So like she, oh, how... could they look up the address? Perhaps, yeah. So this poor thing, she buys a house. Congratulations. Uh-huh. Mazel gets a house. Yes. And now, she you gets know, what she's comes got with the house. what comes with the house, <laughs> this deadbeat. I feel bad for the kid showing up to get her hair braided. Oh, totally. That's ridiculous. Can you imagine the look on that poor kid's face when the, the door swings yeah. open? And she's given, she probably Venmoed 100 bucks. Yeah, of course, yeah. Poor thing. Yeah. Poor little bibbit. So, yeah, I think that's ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous that this is in multiple platforms, email, mm-hmm. address. So Paige and I have, you know, this shared experience of feeling really violated, Sarah. <laughs> it's not identity theft. It's like identity borrowing. It's like location theft. Okay, there you go. <laughs> you got a second? I got one for you. Yes. Yes, please. Uh, oh, man. This one, if I got a pink diamond heist for you. <gasps> really? Yes. You uh, caught me sideways with the pink panther diamond heist mm-hmm. where I kept thinking it was about other things and I was like, all oh, a flutter. <laughs> well, this one I got for you should do the same. I like it. Yes, I it, love to be all a flutter. Yeah, it would, I know you do. This one involves a Florida psychic, uh-huh. a surprisingly gullible domestic servant who worked in the Gulf region of the Arabian Peninsula. Okay. okay. And finally, there is the former prime minister of Qatar and head of the Qatar Sovereign Wealth Fund. Oh, wow. Yeah. Elizabeth, this one is a banger. Buckle up, buttercup. Yes, sir. <laughs> This is Ridiculous Crime, a podcast about absurd and outrageous capers, heists, and cons. It's always 99% murder-free and 100% ridiculous. Elizabeth. Zarin. Dateline, November 2022. Christie's New York Auctions House. Okay. That's last year. 2022, apparently, I learned this. Researching this story was a year of jaw-dropping gemstones hitting the jewelry market. Really? I don't track the jewelry market. Nor do I. So this was news to me. At the end of the calendar year, all the jewel heads apparently turned their (laughs) attention to gawk and gape at the most dazzling stone to drop yet. A 13.15 carat, quote, fancy, vivid pink diamond. Huh, fancy yeah. vivid. Elizabeth, that's in all caps, by the way. Not all caps, uh, the, the front caps. Like Is the, it in like some caps and some yes, lowercase? So it's yes. all fancy See, vivid. Well, not quite, not like that. Like, I you wish. Know, like written in Comic Sans, practically. Yeah. No, it's just <laughs> capital F, capital V, fancy vivid. Okay. Yeah. And Christie's, yes, hyped this rock as, quote, a phenomenon in the world of rare diamonds. A funk phenomenon? Oh, yeah. It's going to get up right in you. Now, this 13.15 carat fancy vivid pink diamond was expected to be the top auction prize getter just like record setting possibly yeah christie's new york uh magnificent jewel sale it was going to be the bell of that ball mm-hmm. right now the fancy vivid pink diamond was expected to sell somewhere in the neighborhood of 25 to 35 million dollars wow it's a nice neighborhood that's a very nice neighborhood now if you very miss, exclusive very exclusive i can't afford that neighborhood now if you i get pulled over it, in that neighborhood I, you, I, i'm not even allowed in that neighborhood <laughs> They see me coming in at the gates. They're like, no, no, <laughs> no, sorry, no, no. come on, who are, we, who are we kidding here? Now, if Christie's New York's Magnificence Jewel Sale went down on December 6th, I know you were 
totally paying attention. Totally was. Right? I know Just exactly where I was. Riveted. At now, that auction, baby. I'm guessing that this, the Christie's New York Magnificent Jewel Sale, was kind of like their happy Honda days. Like the, It's like the <laughs> Toyota-thon of the jewelry world. It was a December to remember. Yeah, it was a happy wintertime sales event. Yeah. <laughs> so some spokesperson for the auction house, they were trying to highlight it when the as the big day drew near, right? The auction hammer is about to drop, right? Everybody's excited. The Emerald Cut, Bell of the Ball is going to be... Shown first in Hong Kong, then New York to drill up excitement, right? Interesting. But boom, it's a no-show. Everyone's like, what? What happened to the fancy, vivid pink diamond, right? Stunner never gets its moment in the spotlight. Spokesperson for the auction house came along. They answered everyone's, like, questions. Yeah. They said, quote, Christie's confirms that the fancy, vivid pink diamond ring has been withdrawn from sale in New York on December 6th. That's all they would say. That's it. That's all the company was willing to say about the matter at the time. Okay. But luckily for us, there's the FBI. Thank God. Yeah, they love to blab. So the FBI, they got the Justice Department to put out a press release. Come to find out, just before Christie's New York was about to drop that auction hammer, a team of FBI agents had swooped in. They walked up to them and they said, hey, we'll take that stone. Thank you very much. Wow. Yeah, the FBI was working as part of a multinational law enforcement investigation also, that was being helped along by teams of private detectives. Oh. They were all working on this same manhunt. They were after a jewel thief. Okay. Now, not just any old jewel thief, Elizabeth. This cat had managed to steal about $90 million in gems and jewelry, and he stole it from one of the richest men in the world, a sheik, a sheik. Oh, wow. Yeah. The man, the one that the FBI, Interpol, the teams of private detectives were all after, he was a Florida-based online psychic. Oh, my. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) And the best part is he pulled off this epic heist without having to ever set foot outside of Florida. God bless. He used his psychic powers, Elizabeth, to pull the $90 million of jewelry to him. Wait. (laughs) You're wondering how he did that. Basically, he he had the victim do the robbery. Oh, okay. And okay. I'll give you a hint how he did that, Elizabeth. Two words. You ready? I'm ready. Aura cleanse. Aura cleanse. Yes. Time to meet our players. <laughs> I am so ready for this. <laughs> okay, we have the aforementioned victim who was a, a domestic servant. Okay. She was listed in the criminal complaint as Magdalena. We don't have a last name on her. We don't even really have an age or anything. We, we do know that she was a house servant, uh-huh. this Magdalena. She's presumably middle-aged, unmarried, lives among wealth, but doesn't really have much of her own. Yeah. But she does have plenty of money, as you will find out later on. She was the unwitting accomplice to the crimer of our day. The scumbag Florida psychic, he went by the stage name of Giovanni. <laughs> Giovanni. Now, he is a psychic, online life coach, relationship guru. He is a one-stop shop for the unlucky and gullible. I just don't trust life coaches. Oh, this dude, he specialized in bad aura. This is him, Elizabeth. I want you to get a good gander. Oh, okay. Yeah, right? Just uh, look at the, the, the fist. It's thoughtful. Underneath the chin to let you know he's a thinker. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. a real thoughtful gent. It's got that Steve jo- Jobs energy. Yeah. Jobs. Jobs Steve energy. Steve Job. Yeah. So. That's his new name. That guy, this Florida psychic, he thought he could steal $90 million in jewelry and gems from one of the richest men in the world, and he'd get away with it. He's like, he is what we in the storytelling industry call an idiot. <laughs> now, he's like the real-life version of, do you remember that scene in The Dark Knight when Morgan Freeman hears the plans of the junior executive? executive who wants to run a con on Bruce Wayne. I got to tell you something. I've never seen it. Okay. Well, I'll tell you the dialogue. He's like, let me get this straight. You think that your client, one of the wealthiest and most powerful men in the world, is secretly a vigilante who spends his nights beating up criminals to a pulp with his bare hands. And your plan is to blackmail this person? (laughs) Good luck. 
<laughs> now, for this dude, it's like, you know, let me get this straight. You think that your Mark, one of the wealthiest and most powerful men in the world, is actually a straight-up punk who you can steal from by having one of his maids break into his safe when he's not home and then bring you his jewels? Apparently, yeah. And you think you can get away with this? Sure. Well, Good except, luck. Except we're talking about it, so. Well, lastly, I want you to meet our third player in this felonious triangle. Yes. One of the wealthiest and most powerful men in the world. The former prime minister of Qatar, Sheikh Hamad bin Jassim bin Jabir Al Thani. Come on. Down. Hey, buddy, what's up? So, to give you a little provenance of this man's wealth and power, his great uncle founded the country mm-hmm. that he would later rule. Mm-hmm. He uh, he's the present Emir of Qatar is his cousin. Okay. Uh, as for his wealth, he owns three percent of Deutsche Bank. Like, oh, oh wow! Yeah, like Deutsche yeah, Bank. That's yeah, a lot. Okay. You can find his name lurking in the uh, Panama Papers. Yeah, those leaked financial documents Uh from the firm Mossack Fonseca, the offshore tax dodge and all that, he's all up in there. Ah. Uh, One banker said in a news story that I read about this shake, and I stress that this is an international banker who demanded anonymity in the press as a condition to speak. He said said this as he points out that Sheikh Hamad Al-Thani is truly wealthy. And I quote, the banker said, lots of people are worth a couple billion, but it's usually tied up in shares and options. HBJ's billions are liquid and extremely valuable assets. He's richer than a normal billionaire. Yeah, wow. so he makes billionaires look poor. That's a good distinction. Poor. That's a really good distinction, though, because the, like, I mean, Elon Musk is supposed to be, like, what, the richest man in the world? On paper, However yeah. many, yeah, but it's on paper. Yeah, but it's, like, because of the Tesla overvaluation, Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But if this guy's got it all liquid, He has it sitting there in gold bars. You know? He just sits, and also, on, sits on a pile of gold bars. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, the, you'll, gems. you'll see it throughout this story. Yeah, he's got, like, just loose diamonds just sitting around. <laughs> I mean, like, just tons of them. Like, necklaces he forgets about. He once purchased <laughs> Picasso's painting, the uh, La Femme d'Algier, back in 2015. He yeah. paid $179 million for that. At the time, that was the most expensive painting yeah, he ever sold. Yeah. Now, in the Panama Papers that I mentioned earlier, it came out that the Sheikh had spent $300 million on a super yacht. $300 million? On a, on a boat. He named it the Al Mirkab, and that roughly translates to watching. Watching. But it means that really, I looked it up, it's, it's the place like a high hill where you would go to watch the boats come and go oh, in the okay, harbor. okay, yeah, yeah. It's not just like staring but at so, you through the window. And think about that. The the yacht is $300 million, yeah. but the price of maintaining oh, it in staff? terms of the staff. Uh-huh. And the, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the wax. The gas ain't God, cheap. the wax Oh, my bill. God, you're waxing all the time. Oh, and the barnacle scraping. So <laughs> much just, waxing. <laughs> so this dude is so wealthy that his son has tried multiple times to purchase the English Premier League t- uh, football club. Manchester United. Oh, wow. Like the oh. biggest team in the world. He's like, I want to buy that yeah. one. He's tried multiple times. They're always like, no. Well, what number do you got this time? No. Oh, but anyway, man. yeah. So this Sheik's presence in this story, right? Well, also, he's just like known in the halls of power. He could bring down like sure. the craziest. Um, like he wants bribed the King of England. Yes. Like there's this, this really? is like a known story. Like the between 2011 and 2015, Sheikh Al-Thani, he gave the then Prince Charles three installments or gifts or, or bribes, whatever you prefer. Yeah. He gave them, each was a million pounds sterling. And later on, the prince like, no, it's for my charity, right? But, Chucky's kids. Yeah. The, the money was delivered in luxury handbags. So he just shows up a million pounds in like, you know, Hermes handbag or whatever. <laughs> if you're going to bribe someone, that's the way to do it. That's classy, right? Just in a Birkin. In a- yeah. He, totally. Birkin handbag, right? This Louis dude, Vuitton Speedy. He also bought the time of former prime minister of the UK, Tony Blair. Same, you know, he's like, he paid uh, Blair a million dollars for 60 minutes of his time. 
Oh my god! After that sixteen, it was a very effective what donation because yes. afterwards, all the parties walked out, and they had managed to come to t- together on a deal for a fifty billion dollar merger between these two uh, mining operations. Oh, so it was money well Quite spent. A meeting, yeah. yeah, exactly. So this man, he's got world leaders on speed dial. He's bribed them. He, he can. He knows the state secrets. That's he knows where insane. the bodies are buried. This guy is like not the man to mess with. Right, right, right. right. Along comes some regular old American grifter, a Florida <laughs> psychic who cons lonely people online. He's like that's. My next Wait, target. What was the psychic's name again? Uh, Giovanni. Giovanni. <laughs> yeah, Giovanni. Great. So, what blows my mind about this is just once I would like to have the irrational confidence of a Florida man. Like, could you imagine that? I mean, yes, Elizabeth, we know I'm not short on confidence, but could you imagine if I had the irrational confidence of a Florida man? It's the irrational part of the confidence. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Rather than like trying to steal the Mona Lisa, I tried to steal the whole Louvre. I I can lift that out of the ground. Now, okay, there's one other key aspect about the irrational confidence of your average Florida man. Mm -hmm. They don't live anywhere near reality. Yeah, I don't know if they hover that. above it or where it is, but they don't live anywhere near it. So this guy, he would get yanked back into reality by all of the events that will uh, come to light. <laughs> now, the story first came out in dribs and drabs, right? It started in August of last year when London and New York corporate investigators received this strange call. It was from high-priced lawyers, and they had they were representing a very secretive client. Now, they were investigators, so they went and they figured out who they were working yeah. for. It turns out that their client was Sheikh HBJ, right? The uh, Hamad bin Jassim bin yeah. Jabir al-Tani. Now, the former prime minister, he wanted these teams of corporate investigators to find 17 pieces of stolen jewelry. Okay. And he's tasking them with it. Now, there's one fact on the, their side, which is everyone in the diamond business already knew al-Tani. They, he was a whale. He was the person that they either feared or they wanted his business. Hmm. As one Antwerp diamond dealer told Vice News, quote, HBJ is a legend in the diamond industry. He's considered a whale as a client. It's well known that he's extremely valuable collection. There was another factor on the Sheikh's side. Uh, the stolen jewelry, like the fancy, vivid pink diamond, they were all so unique and so expensive that most of the legitimate gem dealers, as well as many of the less scrupulous ones, they wouldn't dare touch these gems. Uh-huh. Right? So yeah, of course. They're all too easily identifiable. Right. So that would make moving the stones difficult, but not impossible. So if if all these teams of private investigators had any chance, they'd have to hustle. So they get to work. And then they go to check all the local places, the usual suspects. I'm not sure if you know this. Uh, if you're looking for stolen gems, the black market is Dubai, yeah. uh, Antwerp, and, yep. New- and New York. Yep. Those are the primary yep. spots, right? So as one investigator later noted to the press, quote, we, you know, basically, they started investigating. They said, quote, that's when things got weird. As details became available, it got increasingly surreal. So, <laughs> let's take a break, Elizabeth. Yes. And after this, we will dive deep into the surreal. Now you've got a friend in the diamond business. Yes. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. As you know, the world can be a dangerous and unpredictable place. With every crime I've studied, I've learned one thing. Your best line of defense is your vigilance and preparation. You don't want to worry. You just want peace of mind. That's why I recommend Simply Safe Home Security. 
For every ridiculous robbery and theft we talk about, it's pretty obvious the crimes could be avoided with a solid security system. A good home security system keeps people prepared and aware. Simply Safe is that system. It was named Best Home Security Systems 2024 by U.S. News and World Report. And it doesn't just protect your home from crime, it also alerts you to fire, floods, and other emergencies. They offer sensors and cameras backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. There are no contracts, and there's a 60-day money-back guarantee. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash ridiculous crime. That's simplysafe.com slash ridiculous crime. There's no safe like Simply Safe. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque. Tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About $6 million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Hey. You ready to get stupid with it? Of course. Always. I'm dumb. All right. <laughs> so the, the Sheikh HJB, he had a personal assistant. I told you about her, Magdalena. Yeah. She had what we call a sad heart. She had a gullible mind. And uh, Magdalena, like, she also had the Florida psychic who was her life coach. So she also was known for making bad choices. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. yeah. So this guy, he was on some site called Purple Garden. She finds him. And purple this is Garden? Purple Garden. Oh, I think yeah. it's pur- Purple Gart. I was like. Yeah, Purple Gart. Yeah. Purple Gart. Purple Drank. Yeah, he, she's on that site, Purple Drank. <laughs> no. She was on Purple, purple He was on Purple Garden. She finds him, right? And this is one of those all-in-one sites that offers you help in life, love, money, you name it, right? Mm-hmm. The site will, will connect you with gurus, psychics, life coaches, whatever you need. Yeah, any red flag. Right. Now, one day, August 2018, Magdalena, she finds a psychic who she's vibing with. Mm-hmm. We now know him as Giovanni. Yeah. Now, that was his psychic name. His government name, John Lee. I was going to say, I'm so excited to find out what his real name John is. John Lee. Yeah, John Lee. <laughs> just John Lee. He should have just stuck with that because that's the kind of thing, if you Google John Lee, you're going to get a ton of exactly. them. Exactly. You know, if you have, as you know, if you have an interesting name, mm-hmm. can't dodge that on the, no, the Google. Pretty the easy Googs. to find. Yeah. Yeah. So Magdalena, right, as I was saying, she's primarily looking for relationship and love advice. She's a lonely middle-aged woman, a youngish middle-aged woman. She's an easy mark for a con artist mm-hmm. because she firmly believes that this guy can help her, right? So yeah. this Florida psychic love guru, she thinks he's legit. They spend a year online, you know, messaging, getting advice. He's telling her stuff. She's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm going to try this. What do you think <laughs> about that? And he's like, oh, you need to try this and cleanse your spirit this way and pray to that. And he's like, no, okay. It's just like, you try this. Don't try this. You try this. Don't try this. <laughs> <laughs> what are you wearing right now? Tell you not try it with try a, a tank top on. Now, anyway, so they they decide like um, 
after a year that they're going to have their relationship move offline. Oh, oh. Yeah. So Magdalena is given Giovanni's personal contact information. He doesn't do this with all of his and clients. And she's, she's in the Middle East, correct? Yeah, she's yes. in Doha, Qatar. Okay. Or Qatar. Qatar. So I've heard it both. It's both Qatar, ways. Yeah, Qatar, Qatar. Depends on where you want to put the emphasis. Yeah. So the two move into a new dynamic of their relationship. Life guru and acolyte. And they decide this is going to work for us. They begin to text. They get closer. They use WhatsApp. They start emailing. His email, by the way, is lifecoachgiovanni at gmail.com. Oh, my God. So, I'm going to send him a note. Did, yeah. he, did they do devil emojis? I, I didn't see any use of emojis in what I did mm. see, like, in the criminal complaint. No. But he did provide her with banking information. I saw that. He was <laughs> very quick with, here's my banking information. He gave her all of his bank account info. Eventually, they even they did meet in person, if you were wondering. Okay. Uh, they met one time. She was in New York, and so was he. And so they met briefly. Uh-huh. There's very little mention of, if you know, any sparks or whatever, but they met. Right. Then along comes June of last year, 2022. I At this point, that. they have been in contact for four years from 18, August, right, right, right. August 18 yeah. to 2022. Okay. The Florida psych decides he now wants to move the relationship to the next level. Mm. Yeah. He wants to move them on to the level of con man and victim. Oh, I thought you were going to say like going to Ikea together. <laughs> no, no. no. Con man Going on victim. a vacation together? No. <laughs> he just liked to move into you give me your money. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. More of it, all of it. All of it. Your boss's money. So now Magdalena, she was complaining to him about her general complaint. The vibes are off. She can't get her energies right. She can't find the partner to love her. The Florida psychic, he's listening, and he's assuaging her worried mind. He tells her, you know what? I know what the problem is. You've been talking about this for a little while, and I've, I've, you know, I've had to consult my deeper sources, and I've realized I've isolated what the problem is, and I know just what to do. Mm. She's like, oh, well, what is your psychic solution? And Giovanni tells her, you need to cleanse the auras of your jewelry. She's like, what? He's like, oh, yeah, you're rocks. They have bad spirits. They hold all this energy. And luckily for you, I know how to wipe away the bad energies. Thank and God. I can remove them from jewels and gemstones. It's yeah. one of my strengths. So you know, I basically think of it this way. If you think in terms of crystals, it makes a little more okay, sense. Yeah. He's talking about diamonds. You know, normally energies. you think of amethyst, but it would works with crystals. Don't you and, feel like the diamonds would have way bad energy? I do think that yes <laughs> that's me no. i mean just like the screaming cries of souls coming, yeah like know. the blood diamond aspect but you know i have to admit i was a rock person right now when i was a kid like a boy i was super into rocks crystals i used to make my mom stop at rock shops oh she's i loved like, those when yeah I was, yeah and then i got into like the weird woo woo stuff when i was like 12 and somebody's like you know you can use these i'm like oh really so i tried to like do something with the crystal not nothing really happened for me but i also just want this to be made plain i am not making fun of magdalena in this no, but i no, am no. making fun of giovanni in oh this. yeah yeah he deserves everything she's just you know she's doing her thing hey, and she's if you can find she's a, a seeker you can find answers to the energies and rocks i ain't gonna sweat on yeah, you about that if you're going to take advantage of somebody who does that i'm right we, there lined growing up. up we had a rock tumbler going in the garage mm-hmm. for a while and our neighbors hated us <laughs> i bet they it's did just constant. that's like the noisiest it's thing so ever loud. and it's so discordant because it makes no, no. rhythmic pattern no. you can't fall into like no. a cycle it's we, just, put a bunch of, we put a bunch of stuff in there we, w- we could check it oh no not ready yet <laughs> when you decide it's day, ready day 12 <laughs> Oh, my God. Yes. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, following the instruction of her Floridic psychic, Magdalena dutifully gathered up all of her jewelry, and she sent it to America from Dohar, Qatar. Now, surprising me when I read this, the con man kept her jewelry for a little while, and then he sent it back to her. See, yeah, that's the con man thing. You Boom, gotta, yeah, get her trust. Get the so trust. Now he's got her trust. Now he tells her it's all been cleansed and purified or whatever it's it all is sparkly. he did. Yeah, it's shiny. Now he claims that it was good to go and she should have no more trouble with her energies, right? Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise, Elizabeth. Still had bad vibes. 
The vibes were off. The vibes were so off. All she needed is one of those ultrasonic jiggle jewelry cleaner things. Where oh, you put yeah. put it in the water and it jiggles all the crud out. Well, that's for, like for dust and grime. Yeah, but that'll not get the, be... no, that'll clear out the aura and the energies and the zappies <laughs> and the hoosies. All <laughs> well, of it. She did not have access to one of those, oh, so she had sad. to go with the Florida Psychic. That yeah, so, so she turned to Giovanni and asked her trusted life coach, what do I do, dear love guru and relationship life coach? I have a problem with my rocks. The energy's still off. He's like, no, 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 no. It's not your rocks. So you try She's this. Like, I'll try this. Well, he kept asking her questions. Yeah, he's like, yo, have you tried this? She's like, I did try this. Have you tried this? Oh, I'll try that tomorrow, right? And eventually they get down through this question and answer like session. He discovers the real problem, the mm. root. They've gotten down to it, Elizabeth. Yes. It wasn't her jewelry. It was her boss's jewelry. Uh, That's where the bad course. vibes were emanating from. And he had so much more jewelry, more bad energy. It's, it's really piling up in there. Oh my God, just focused bad in energy. Scrooge McDuck vault. Exactly. So this dude generously offered to cleanse all of the bad energy off of her boss's jewelry. Such a good guy. So what a philanthropist. Totally. Kind heart. Now, Magdalena was a little reluctant, as one might be. Yeah, maybe. I mean, but... At the, by at this point, though, she he pretty much had her complete trust, right? He knew what motivated her. He knew how to work on her psyche. So he did exactly that. He went to work on her psyche, and he tells her everything she needs to hear. And eventually her life coach insisted that it was the boss's jewelry, and it, it would have to be cleansed if she was ever going to know peace and to find love. Right? She's like, oh, of course. So she wants all of this. Right, Who right. doesn't, right? So she's like, also she doesn't want to disappoint him. So she's like, what do I got to do? So she's like, he's like, you know, send it to me. She's like, okay, I'll dutifully comply. So June of 2022, Giovanni has now convinced her to send her her boss's jewelry to be cleansed, aura cleansed, all right? So she's like, well, how do I do this? She's like, you know, you're a psychic. Can you see how it's going to go? And he's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, well, tell me the layout of the place, all right? She's like, well, he's got security in his gem vault. And he's like, okay, I, I got a ready answer for that. She's like, okay, what are you going to do? I'll cast a spell. She's oh, like, what? stop it. Yeah, I'll cast a spell that'll make you invisible to the cameras. She's By like, the power oh, of the moon. Thank God. Right? So she's like, okay, I'll tell you what day I'm going to do it. Cast Wait, the spell. Wait, no, stop. So, this is a grown woman. Yeah. I'm sorry, Magdalena. I feel for you. But he's like, I am going to remotely cast a spell and make you invisible. Visible to security cameras. Was she, is she really like four? The four-year-old assistant? She's very trusting, Elizabeth. So this Girl. trusting domestic oh servant of the former prime minister of Qatar I mean, yeah. did exactly as her Florida psychic told her to do. She planned to sneak into her boss's private quarters, locate the safe, open it, snatch a bunch of his jewelry, and then, you know, so she bides her time, waits for her moment. June 12th comes along. Mm -hmm. Takes her 10 minutes. The spell that Giovanni, her Florida psychic, promised he would cast, it did not work, Elizabeth. What? Yes. She showed right up on the video. I mean, no, just clear as day. I thought day. it was just going to be the jewelry floating It was like in the... one of the best photos of her, probably. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he scene... cast a spell to make her into sharper relief. Yeah, like... Exactly. <laughs> Got it backwards. So the security footage recorded that day, it shows Magdalena walk into the vault. She goes to the vault area, right? She's got uh, empty pants pockets. Ten minutes later, she walks out with a very noticeable bulge in her left front pocket. Sometime later after that, she went and she boxed up the now stolen jewelry, took it down to the local FedEx in Doha, and sent it from Qatar to Florida. She sent a 1.1 pound box of jewelry. Care of John Lee's 1070 Berry Lane, Davenport, Florida. 33857. Oh my god. I <laughs> now, wonder who lives in that house now. Sorry. I know. Sorry about that. Inside the box was a 42 carat diamond and two large canary diamonds. 42 carat diamonds? <laughs> FedEx? It's like an egg. It, totally. It's like an ostrich egg. Oh. So FedEx oh, delivered it to Giovanni. What do you think he did, Elizabeth? 
I cleansed it. He promptly took it to his bank and stored it in a safe deposit box. That's where he does his aura cleansing. It's a very (laughs) safe safe place. (laughs) You know, it it helps. It's quiet in there. I have a feeling he's going to have to cut it up into smaller pieces to really cleanse it. very good. Yes. (laughs) Got to get inside the rock. Exactly. So later that same month, on June 29th, Magdalena struck for the second time. Again, she stole a pocket full of her boss's jewelry, boxed it up, sent it to her Florida psychic. The package second time, far larger. This time, 2.2 pounds. Oh, God. It contained some of the uh, Sheikh's prize pieces. For example, there was a necklace in there that had 150 diamonds around it. Oh, wow. Yeah, that time she sent that package to New Jersey. Giovanni was apparently <laughs> on the road at this point, coincidentally, <laughs> just a few hours away from the New York gem dealers. So oh, FedEx delivered the package to an address, 50 Route 17 North Suite 135, Paramus, New Jersey. Paramus. I'm kind of week... hoping it would be like the Red Roof Inn. Yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, my God, the Red Roof Inn. <laughs> We're all local crime lords today. <laughs> One week later, on July 6th, Magdalena hit the safe again. This time she sent a 1.5-pound box to her Florida psychic, who by then had returned to his, his home state. Inside this third parcel, Elizabeth, a 12-carat canary diamond. That box makes it safely to Florida. Giovanni, what does he do? He seizes the diamonds with all the bad vibes. He rushes down to his <laughs> bank and secrets them away in his aura-cleaning safety deposit yes. box. Yes. But interestingly, there are suddenly fewer rocks in the safe deposit box. Hmm. It seems Giovanni outsourced some of his aura-cleansing work <laughs> to a jewelry business in Florida. Oh. Yeah. So well, you know. Back in June, he'd sold some of the jewels. He received four checks from a jewelry firm. For uh, One of the checks was for $50,000 that was found in the safe deposit box later on. I forgot to tell you, Giovanni was also receiving $50,000 from Magdalena with each package. She was sending him a check for $50,000 no. to cleanse the aura of the rocks. Oh, God. That's what he charged for his aura and cleansing wait, services. He had, he had the check in the safe. I mean, deposit that, I don't. Dude. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, but whatever. So, no, basically, this guy, uh, I don't know if $200,000 sounds like a lot to you for aura cleansing. It sounds like a hell of a lot to but me. But prior to this, she'd already given him $150,000 over the first four years of him just giving her life advice. Where is she getting this money? Well paid, I guess. Damn. Being a domestic servant for the former uh, I guess. prime minister of Qatar pays well. Yeah. So either way... The the amount of jewelry she was sending him at this point, you could weigh it in pounds. Like the, it's That's just so straight crazy. up rocks. So Magdalena, she's you know she's suspicious. Eventually, she contacts him and she's like, "Hey Giovanni, uh, when will we be sending back my boss's clean rocks?" And he tells her, "Oh, uh, by August, right? Like, this is like late July mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. this point, right?" Now Magdalena has she breaks into her, her boss's safe one more time. She grabbed one last pocket full of gems, <laughs> sends another box to her Florida psychic. So all told, this is four boxes of jewelry. Uh-huh. Now, according to Vice News, Magdalena sent this roughly $90 million worth of jewelry via FedEx, and she never insured any of it. Oh, God. She didn't even require a signature upon delivery. Oh, God. See, that's the thing. Like, I could see if it's like... <laughs> Just, I trust you, FedEx. She doesn't insure it because, you know, she's not the owner. Like, they want yes. to get... But, like, the, the signature. Yes. I thought you would get on that one. It's just sitting on a porch. <laughs> Well, you, this is what I mean by she's trusting. She trusts FedEx. She trusts her psychic life coach. She just trusts. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, more time passes. And guess what, Elizabeth? The Florida psychic doesn't return any of the jewelry. Oh, no, really? Yes, Magdalena really? reaches out to Giovanni, and uh, she's growing worried that her boss will discover the missing gems in his vault. Yeah. Now, Giovanni, he tells Magdalena, look, chill. 
You just need to like find your chill. Yeah. All right. Just relax. Find your center. Tranquilo. Calm. I don't know what's going on over there, but like this is not going to help. Deep breath. So he was like, you know, telling her basically, look, I'm cleansing auras as fast as I can. There's a lot of rocks over here, a lot of work, a lot you of can't. energy stuff you can't quite <laughs> you, understand. You cannot force the snake to shed its skins, Aaron. Exactly. A lot of ins, a lot of outs. It's just, you know, <laughs> back, it's daunting work. Yeah. <laughs> ups and downs. You know, who could he be? Who is he to say when the rain will come? Exactly. So he told her he should be done most likely with all the stones by the time Magdalena and her boss were traveling to Cannes in uh, August. Mm. So Giovanni's like, okay, how about this? I'll fly over. I'll meet you in Cannes. Oh, I'll, I bet. I'll personally hand deliver you all the rocks. I bet. Now, if you can believe it, Elizabeth, that's not what happened. You're kidding. I know, right? I was so trusting for a moment there. Well, let's take a little break. And when we're back, I'll tell you what did happen next. So aye, just aye, aye. stay chill, Elizabeth. Calm. Let's see what's going on in heat inside. Breathe. Yeah, we'll be right back. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, 
Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Elizabeth, we're back. Hi, good to see you. Are you feeling good? Are you feeling centered? I'm feeling centered. I'm breathing. Your anxiety about all of the stolen rocks, is it kind of abated? It's just, I've let it soak out of me and into the carpet. Perfect. Breathe through your feet. Don't step on the wet part of the carpet. (laughs) So where were we? Oh, that's right. Cons. France. Okay, have you ever been to Cons? No, I've not. I've never been either. But uh, so is this? Is this? When do they go? In an August? That's not when the film festival. No, it's is. like it's in earlier May. in the year. I yeah, think yeah. It's May. Yeah. Um. So, this is like late when they're doing like local events. Okay, we've had we've had criminals in. Sure, Cannes it's before. a great place to go. It's a French Riviera. I recommend it to anybody. Sure, especially criminals. Now we're gonna go there, Elizabeth, because in order to tell you what happens next, I'd like you to close your eyes. Yes, my eyes are closed. And picture it. You are in Cannes, France. It's the resort town tucked into the iconic French Riviera. Seabirds are off in the distance. Waves lap against boats at anchor. A light breeze animates the air. You are presently on the Boulevard de la Croissette, the wide avenue that skirts the coastline and wends past the luxury hotels, the resort fronts, the picturesque cafes. The beach is there just a stone's throw away. At the moment, you are on the run. Yeah, you've had to light out after you made a mess of things at your previous job as a tour guide at Buckingham Castle. You made the mistake of calling King Charles a Nepo baby, and you were summarily fired. <laughs> now you're in cons, laying low. The beach resort town is a nice place to recover momentum. You found work at a cute little cafe on the Croissette. Uh, you're working as a waitress in this charming little seaside cafe. At your table four, or in French, table croix, <laughs> you spy a youngish middle-aged woman seated by herself. She's been preoccupied with her phone, barely looking up. She seems agitated. You watch her for a moment, worried. As you wait for an order to come up, she puts her phone down on the table and then almost immediately picks it back up and checks it again. She does not see what she wants to see. That much seems clear. You handle the few tables you have, you bring out some plates of sumptuous fare, you refresh water glasses, and then you go and check on table croix. You refill the agitated woman's water glass and then sort of hover and ask her in French if everything is all right. She answers in English. You're like, oh, thank God. She looks up at you with tears about to fall. She just says, he won't return my calls. He won't answer my texts. You think you understand the problem. So in English, you tell her he's not worth it, that she's fine on her own. She doesn't need someone who doesn't see her for who she is. Yes, exactly. She looks up at you and she says, no, 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 no. I need him. He has the jewels, all of the jewels. Oh. You change gears and you ask, he he stole your jewels? No, she says, he sent all mine back. Now you're totally confused. Luckily, she continues, he has the jewels of my boss. Your confusion is growing at an exponential rate at this point. So you ask her, is he is he here in Cannes? No, he lied to me, she says. The tears continue to fall. Is he supposed to bring you the jewels? You follow up. She now says through free rolling tears, I WhatsApped him, I texted him, I phoned him, I contacted Purple Garden. He is a psychic. He must know how I'm feeling. Oh my God. A psychic stole your boss's jewels? <laughs> no, I take them. I send the jewels to him. So then you stole your boss's jewels. You're still trying to make sense of everything. Yeah. No, I would never steal, she says. He steals it. But he says to come to cons, he'd give the jewels back to me. But he's not here, and now my boss is going to find out. I will go to jail. Now, before she finishes speaking, her phone vibrates on the table. A new message. You both look at the phone. You want to hear what this woman's got to say. She grabs it, checks the message. You're hooked. You have to know what the scumbag has to say. You ask, is it him? 
She says nothing. You're totally in it now. You're waiting. You follow up. What did he say? She reads the message aloud. He writes to me, please stop. I do not know what you are talking about. I don't think you need a psychic. You need a psychiatrist. God bless you. Please stop harassing me. Oh, wow. <laughs> you don't know what to say now. You look around at your other tables. You don't say anything. You just kind of melt into the background as the woman just stares at the text message. God bless you, he said. Yikes. Oh my God. <laughs> that was a legitimate text message that God she received. Bless you. Yes. I like, you don't need a psychic, you need a psychiatrist. Yes. Dang, okay. <laughs> that was his kiss off, like gaslighting yeah. goodbye. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, what you don't see in this moment is Magdalena now will rush back to her luxury hotel where she and her boss are staying and she confesses everything to Shake Al Tani. Uh oh. And he goes, Shake Al Maddie. <laughs> and so, where does Giovanni, the Florida psychic, and the stolen diamonds? That's what Shake Al Tani wants to know. No, so meanwhile, back at the ranch, and by the ranch, I mean the shady wholesale gem dealers of New York and New Jersey, that's where the Florida psychic is. So he was busy, 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 Elizabeth. Uh-huh. He was trying to move $90 million worth of jewelry as fast as his greedy little hands could find them a new buyer. I mean, I just, I feel like the shake is is going to, the, is going to find you no matter what. A hundred percent. It's like, just a matter of like, do, do his people find you? Someone that much money yes. can find anyone, oh, anywhere. Completely. Yeah. And we'll take the time to find you. Uh-huh. There's no like, oh, I've been gone for 18 months. He should probably stop looking. No. You took $90 million from a man who doesn't like to be embarrassed. Who's uh-huh. had power. Exactly. So anyway, he's, meanwhile, out there, he moves to the fancy vivid pink diamond. He's okay. able to get oh, that wow. one. Yeah, he turns that. It's a, it's valued at $31 million roughly on the market. Mm-hmm. He sells it for $8 million in watches and loose diamonds. <gasps> oh, my God. Yes. Two dealers he finds, they make a trade. They understand he wants to move quickly, uh-huh. so and they also want to make their own big score. Yeah. They find a diamond cutter, and they ask him to turn the one large pink rock into two smaller, less recognizable rocks. But still vivid and fancy. Exactly, of course. Now, they wanted to be cut into a 13-carat and a 3-carat diamond. Okay. All right, so the diamond cutter took the diamond. He gets to work. He breaks up the fancy vivid. He's so smitten with his work, he has to buy in on the deal. So he uh. becomes a one-eighth owner of the 13-carat <laughs> stunner. Oh, God. He creates new registry numbers for the two new diamonds, so now they are recertified with the GIA, and everything looks legit. So yeah. now they have the legit paperwork. What do the diamond dealers do, Elizabeth? Well, they and the Antwerp. diamond cutter, they approach Christie's Auction House about a big new high-profile sale. Folks from Christie's oh, Auction House, are, they're seeing money. So their eyes are going like cartoon, wooga, yeah. wooga. Right? Yeah, right. Sure. Oh, yeah, $25 million, $35 million stone line right up. We'll get yeah. the paperwork half ready. So they set a date for the auction. They start making all these pipe and these plans. They're going to display this pink diamond before potential buyers in Hong Kong, New York. Yeah, yeah. And then the FBI comes in. <laughs> everything comes to a screeching halt. Everything suddenly has turned criminal. And people go scattering looking for the exits. <laughs> no one had dollars dancing in their eyes anymore. Suddenly it's like, oh, who's going to jail? Right. So the um, this investigation is still ongoing. The diamond dealers are still under investigation because there were so many involved. The stones yeah. went all over the place. So now that we've caught up to where we came in, uh-huh. the FBI walks into Christie's auction house, seizes the stone. Right. So the G-men... They managed to find and recover the stolen rock. Did they recover Giovanni? Mm. What do you think? Mm, yes. Well, I'll tell you this much. Sticking with Chrissy's auction house, who doesn't need another blemish on their record, uh-huh. they were happy to cooperate with the authorities. I'm sure, yeah. The FBI agents also had assistance from the Sheikh's team of private investigators. 
who were very effective. Uh, yeah, I There guess. was multiple of them, and they were able to quickly find and capture Giovanni, a.k.a. John Lee. John. He was arrested two days before Thanksgiving. Oh. Yeah, he got to spend it behind bars. So the FBI located the Florida psychic and arrested him on charges of mail and wire fraud, charges of interstate transport of stolen goods, and they were able to seize all of the cash and diamond and gold bars, luxury watches, loose diamonds that he had traded or stolen. Wow. Yes. Well, not all. The... Fancy pink well, diamond yeah. was cut down. It had been sold, but it was eventually located. Yeah. They also they seized $4 million that he'd received in exchange for one of the 42-carat diamond rings and the yeah. 150 loose diamonds that he'd pried out of the 103-carat diamond necklace. Right. All in all, the FBI and the private investigators were able to track down most of the jewelry. Some of it is still out there. So wow. good luck with that. There are no reports on all of the jewelry. I'm Some sure, of it is lost to the black market. And I don't think he actually cleansed the auras of the ones that are still out there. So <laughs> beware. Yeah, exactly. You're getting rocks it'll may mess up your whole yeah. like life like yeah, everything exactly. you got going look what happened to him bleed out of your he eyes he just had him for a very little time <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so now what about our original gullible gal pal magdalena yeah what of magdalena well what became of her elizabeth well we can't imagine that her boss sheikh altani was particularly pleased with her stealing 90 yeah. million dollars of jewelry from him i'd say so according to the reporting I've read, Magdalena is in Qatar, where she remains. She has not been saddled with any criminal charges. The mm-hmm. U.S. has not uh, done anything with her. Everyone's saying that, you know, apparently she gave a very lengthy debriefing to the Sheikh's private uh, investigators. Yeah. And uh, she was cleared uh, despite people saying, is this an inside job? I mean, are yeah. you sure that she wasn't like his romantic partner? But when they look through all of the text and exchange, they're like, Oh, no. No. No, not at all. No, this poor, sweet summer child. I can't believe she can get out of a door that's locked. You yeah. know, like, anyway, see, uh, that's pretty much the last anyone has seen is her. So as far as U.S. authorities are concerned, she is not a criminal. Now, some were skeptical, as I said, that she could be so naive. Now, one private investigator, he did say, quote, everyone who saw the file first assumed that there must be a good chance of her involvement. It's hard to swallow her story. But as eye-wateringly naive as it seems, consider that he did groom her for four years, established intimate trust, and was provided with her most intimate details. And it appears that she's got an isolated life as a foreign guest worker, professionally devoted to a very rich and powerful man. A professional grifter like Giovanni seeks out isolated, lonely, somewhat naive people like this. She was essentially the perfect mark. Yeah, completely it was the perfect mark. And, oh, man, he found a gold mine in Magdalena. Yeah, he did. Oh, my God. And, man, did he miss his mark when he tried to rob it. <laughs> Just, oh, <laughs> man. It's like, it'd be like, uh, his plan was basically, I'm going to take $90 million of diamonds, and I guess I'll go to New York and see if I can sell them there. I just... Yeah. You got to have buyers lined up exactly. who have a personal grudge against the shake. I well, mean, like, yeah, you need and... people who are equally wealthy and who are like, man, screw that guy. I want his diamonds. But look at all our other gem thieves who managed to, you know, either they some of them got caught, but a lot of them did the Pink Panthers. Totally. A lot of them didn't. Mm-hmm. And th- most of those gems weren't recovered. Yeah. You know, and because they took them to the right people, and they had a plan for them, them the whole time. It wasn't just like <laughs> oh, cleaned them not get... of their aura, but of exactly. their provenance. Yeah, and they didn't do the whole like just give me the stones. Yeah, <laughs> just no. get them over here. I'll take care I'll of the make rest. Make you invisible, and then it's totally cool. I'll cast spells, baby. Don't That's worry. That's the best. So this, this when I was reading this story, it kept reminding me of the time that I made my own jean uh, shorts cutoffs. Wait, oh, jorts? Yeah, like I, well, not like jorts, but like, you know, like I cut off shorts, jean shorts. Like short enough so that the pockets, the pockets show, hang yeah. out from- Like <gasps> real Daisy early Dukes. 80s. Like Daisy Dukes. Total Daisy yeah, Dukes. Yeah, producer Dave. Wait. So they, they, like, like I, was, I was showing thigh meat. Do you still have them? No, no. Oh, I, I, 
going to yeah. say, you should wear them next time we come to record. It, yeah, right? It did not turn out well. Those shorts were, they seemed like a good idea at the time. <laughs> how Wait, how old were you? Last year? Oh, no, I was like 14. I thought Let's they would be great for the summer. Yeah, it would be safer to pretend. Four, <laughs> yeah, that 14, was, short shorts. Yeah, with, like, yeah it, was, it was rough. And also then I put bleach. I poured, I wanted them to be able to bleach. Okay, yeah, So I just threw them, I cut them, and then I threw, I didn't look. I didn't, like, put them on and cut them. I just cut them blind. <laughs> Threw them in the thing, and then I put the bleach on top, and I hit wash, pulled them out, and they just look like polka dotted, bleach spotted, and then the frayed, but uneven, and the well, pockets so I was showing. Ask, is it, they weren't Not, even. No, no, I didn't. Longer I didn't even wear them out of the house. Wait, one was longer was, than the no, other. totally. I cut it, <laughs> cut it blind. I had no idea. I was like, yeah, oh, this looks right. You know, and I it do things. Wasn't straight across. It no, was jagged. No, I didn't like cut it together. Like you're on a shipwreck. Yeah, I cut one and cut the other. Like like I was on a tilt. You know, like oh. <laughs> So there you go. That's what, <laughs> reading this story, that's what I kept thinking. I'm like, dude, it's my jean shorts. I'm going to get you another pair for your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so I ruined a pair of jean shorts. He ruined his life. <laughs> anyway, what's our ridiculous takeaway, Elizabeth? Oh, my God. That if anyone ever tells you, don't worry about it, I'll just make you invisible by casting a spell, you need to stop and just reconsider every moment that got you to that point. All of your life choices. The whole thing. Whole thing. Zarin, what's your takeaway? Whoa, look at you. No. Um, my ridiculous takeaway is thank you for asking Elizabeth. Of course. Uh if you're gonna trust a man named Giovanni, <laughs> right? No just, offense to Giovanni. No, no, nothing about that. But I'm saying, but if he he has only one name. He just tells you, like, my name yeah. is Giovanni, right? He doesn't have a last name. He's like Madonna or Cher. He's just got one yeah. name. If he doesn't have a pop album you can buy, don't trust him. That's a good That's a good takeaway. I yeah, like that's that. it. That's mine. Good life advice. You should be a life coach. Thank you. I, I'm re- presently a, a relationship guru. So, oh, yeah, that's, that's how I afforded this cool good, outfit. Good for you. <laughs> Well, as always, you can find us online at Ridiculous Crime, on Twitter, Instagram, Threads, and the parking lot of Any Circle K. Email us if you'd like. We are RidiculousCrime at gmail.com. We also have a website. It's recently won a prestigious award for design, so go check it out, RidiculousCrime.com. Catch you next time. Ridiculous Crime is hosted by Elizabeth Dutton and Zarin Burnett. Produced and edited by our resident Rhode Island psychic and life coach, Dave Kustig. Research is by Marissa Diamonds Off Forever Brown and Andrea, I prefer Ruby's Song Sharp and Cheer. Our theme song is by Thomas Hot Rocks, Lee, and Travis, who got them stones, Dutton. The host wardrobe provided by Botany 500. Executive producers are Ben, America's life coach, Bolin, and Noel, psychic to the stars, Ridiculous Crime. Say it one more time. Ridiculous Crime. Ridiculous Crime is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. 
was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 